Workday afternoon replay from Money FM 89.3. The Soul of Business with Clarissa Montero on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to The Soul of Business. I'm Clarissa Montero for Money FM 89.3. Now, Singtel is the only Southeast Asian firm in a pioneering group of 28 global companies to have committed to new and more aggressive climate targets. All 28 companies have committed to keeping global temperature increases within 1.5 degrees Celsius above pre-industrial levels and reach net zero emissions by no later than 2050. Beyond the realm of sustainability, Singtel's Future Markers program is a social innovation program with up to 140,000 Singapore dollars in grants for the startups, mentoring by cross-section experts, competency workshops, networking and strategic partnership opportunities with the Singtel Group and partners. We want to find out all about these initiatives and more, which is why Money FM 89.3 welcomes Andrew Bue, Vice President of Group Sustainability at Singtel, to tell us all about their commitment to sustainability, their programs, and their commitment to working with vulnerable communities. Welcome to the show, Andrew. Thank you, Clarissa. Okay, now let's get right into it. Can you elaborate on Singtel's commitment to corporate social responsibility and sustainability? That's, I think, the next 15 minutes already right there. That's a big mouthful, Clarissa. Well, how we look at it is how do we grow and be successful as a business over Mm -hmm. the long term? We're 140 years old today. Mm -hmm. How do we do it for the next 200? Well, this year, actually. All right. But as we do it, as we grow, how do we also create positive impact mm-hmm. back to the environment, the communities we work in, our people and our st- other stakeholders like our customers and in the marketplace? Right. And we focus on a couple of areas. Uh, in these areas, for example, climate action is a very big area. We've mm-hmm. been working at it for the last five to six years. Okay. Uh, reducing our carbon, energy efficiencies, product stewardship. Uh, handling and eliminating and recycling Mm e-waste. In the social community space, we focus a lot in the areas of education to employability Mm -hmm. in the sector for special needs and disabilities. And as you mentioned, we also run a social innovation program now across the region called Future Makers, where we work with tech startups developing technologies and applications Mm -hmm. uh, to address social issues and social problems. Actually, one of the things you said was very interesting because it feels like for a lot of companies, this whole sustainability initiative thing that everyone has to, this bandwagon that everyone seems to have jumped on, seems to be very new. A lot of people are hearing it for the first time this year, late last year. But you said five, six years ago, Singtel was already looking at sustainability. And that's very interesting. And that's very key because that means you were already looking at the problems before it was, shall we say, hip Mm -hmm. to look at it. Now, talk to us about the Singtel's Future Makers Program. What's that all about? Well, the Future Makers Program, maybe to give a bit of context in terms of how we approach our sustainability practice as a start, is we engage our major stakeholders and Mm -hmm. try and identify from them major long-term issues that are challenges for environment or community. And off the basis of that, we develop strategies and programs to address this stakeholder concerns. And Mm -hmm. if I take the future makers, it started with conversations with the social services sector Mm -hmm. about five to six years ago. 
and you know, take a place like Singapore with an aging population and you forecast out 10, 20 years' time, mm-hmm. aging healthcare needs, there's not going to be enough care workers right. uh, that the social service agencies can cope with. Mm-hmm. And we also identified that you know, the non-profit organisations are struggling with attracting technology and innovation or deploying technology and innovation. Sure. And then separately, we saw that there were a lot of startups with great ideas without the support and many failed very quickly after hackathons. So we felt there was an opportunity for us as a company to help build the ecosystem. Uh, we believe coming from the ICT, the technology industry, that mm-hmm. there's a role for digital technologies, innovations and applications that can help to address issues such as ageing or disabilities or domestic violence or education for the, the low-income communities. So the program really builds on uh, capacity building programs, working with the startups, mentorships. We work with business development, mm-hmm. uh, with partners both in the corporate as well as the government and the social services sector to try and leverage these technologies to, to solve for some of these social issues that I mentioned. So you used your technology and your know-how to assist in these areas? We bring the business knowledge, but we leverage the startup technology. I see. So, for example, we have, if you take uh, the aging population mm-hmm. and the need for better home care support. So, we work with an organization uh, called Jagami. I call them the, the Uber of home care nursing, mm-hmm. where a family in need can press the button, when do I need, what do I need? Mm-hmm. And it could be a nurse on an off day that's registered uh, that could show up within an hour and deliver care and nursing services in the comfort of a home as and when it's needed. That's just an example of how we virtualize healthcare for social outcome. Right. We're speaking to Andrew Bue, Vice President of Group Sustainability at Singtel. We're talking about Singtel's commitment to sustainability and some of their initiatives to assist the vulnerable communities. Let's talk about some of those vulnerable communities, one in particular, the help that you have rendered to disabilities. What have you done with that within your CSR? Hmm. Since 2002, we've mm-hmm. actually been a major supporter, funding about 42 million into special needs education. Okay. And again, about four or five years ago, as we engaged the social services sector, we were told that despite all the support for education into the disability and special needs sector, employment was the biggest challenge. They still can't get jobs. Mm-hmm. So what we've been doing over the last couple of years is mobilizing the business, our corporate partners, other companies to support the skills, the knowledge, the capabilities, employability of persons with disability. Okay. So we're a founder and I'm also the co-chairperson of the Singapore Business Network on Disabilities, mm-hmm. where we undertake things like mentoring of tertiary students with disabilities, provide internships, uh, CV and interview skills workshop. And by doing this, it strengthens the potential of persons with disabilities to build the networks, understand jobs, careers, what's required. Mm-hmm. And through the mentorship, it builds champions within the corporate sector that finally supports more inclusive employment. And we think employment for a person with disability is the ultimate form of you know, independence and contribution back mm-hmm. to society as opposed to just doing charitable donations. We think that doesn't solve the problem long term. Okay, walk back a little bit mm. and tell us why, from a human point of view, you chose this area to focus on? We chose it because it was identified as a big area and is growing with an aging population. Mm -hmm. About four or five years ago, we also found out that about 10% of persons with disabilities with skills for employment were actually employed. Mm -hmm. And we felt actually there's a role, especially when you look at Singapore, 
again, with an aging population and the war for talent, every individual should be able to contribute to gainful employment, to, to the economy. And it's also taking a view of the diversity that exists. They are parts of our customer base. But the diversity in talent in our industry is very critical for innovation. Right. And that's part of how we drive diversity and inclusion from the way we work in the community to over time in our workforce and even in how we have to serve our customers. I'm just curious. Diversity and inclusion, again, are buzzwords that are fairly new to us in Singapore. Mm -hmm. When did Singtel start looking at diversity and inclusion? We've always had a view of diversity and inclusion mm -hmm. as very critical. We do operate across the Asia-Pacific environment. So right. cultural diversity, how do we lead in a very diverse cultural environment is very critical. Mm -hmm. In places like Australia, we put a lot of focus in areas such as women in leadership and disability is another area. So uh, the dis disability and the diversity and inclusion strategy uh, has again been part of our people pillar of the sustainability initiatives over the last five to six years. We're at various levels of maturity across different territories. We do quite a lot in uh, skills and talent in the, the senior workforce mm -hmm. in Singapore. We have a lot of work to be done in markets like Australia where women in leadership is a challenge. And then now disability is another area that we're focusing across uh, Singapore and Australia in particular. Everything again from how we serve customers to how we support the community because the community is the pipeline to our workforce. So you sure. don't address it in community, then you are struggling in the pipeline when you're looking to hire diverse talent. Actually, it's interesting, isn't it? Because it's all symbiotic. It, you're talking about people you're trying to help, but at the same time, they're customers. Exactly. It's, a, it's an interesting symbiotic relationship. Yeah, that's right. We are speaking to Andrew Bue, a Vice President of Group Sustainability at Singtel. All right, let's talk about climate change. It is now a huge buzzword now that it was announced and some of the plans government has for the country at a National Day rally speech. So what can we expect from Singtel in the, in the time to come? Well, really climate change, the way we look at it is there are two dimensions to it, to make it simpler in a sense. Mm -hmm. One is what is our impact to climate change? Sure. And our biggest impact is our networks are growing, electricity consumption, electricity generation mm -hmm. generates carbon and that contributes to global warming. So one of the big areas we're focusing on is how do we reduce our carbon footprint, energy efficiencies in operations. We're now looking aggressively at renewable energy. Uh, we have set, as you mentioned right at the beginning, global commitments to carbon reduction that links back to the science, the global science of right. climate change. And the second area we're putting a lot of focus over the last uh, five, six years again is understanding the long-term impact and then how do we adapt the way we operate, the way we build our infrastructure so that it is resilient to the long-term effects of climate change. And in fact, in 2015, the moment the global science of climate change came out, we took those global models localized it to Singapore and Australia, and then we identified where are the risks within our infrastructure and operations. And mm -hmm. since then, we've been building adaptation so that it's built it right now, even if the problem could be there in the future. Okay, now you're Singtel, you're mm. huge. You're the 800-pound gorilla, which means that you have the opportunity to have big, far-reaching initiatives like this. But along with that, I'm going to assume monumental challenges to try to pull it off. Can you talk to us about some of those challenges? Well, one of the biggest challenge in this whole sustainability area, you're talking about long-term issues, challenges, and the effects of change, mm -hmm. which means a lot of effort needs to be put into education, awareness building, that's sure. one. 
so that people and businesses and organisations see the long-term issues and impact, even as you've got to take short-term to medium-term actions. A second area is that... uh, it's the spectrum of sustainability is so broad. You just look at what we're looking at, social, environmental, mm-hmm. people, supply chain. And to get these outcomes, a company as big as Singtel cannot do it alone. And hence why we've taken a philosophy of how do we bring others on the journey. We spend a lot of time in uh, roundtables, business roundtables, advocacy, working and collaborating with other corporate partners, with government, mm-hmm. uh, creating education for our staff and community, building education for sustainability professionals. Why? Because the more people, more companies, more companies, organizations and government moving in the right direction, that's when we will move the needle on some of these global challenges, whether it's poverty, human rights issues, climate change who was the hardest? I'm just mm-hmm. wondering, which sector was the hardest to get buy-in from? I'd say sometimes uh, educating the business is the biggest challenge because, mm-hmm. you know, business has short-term targets. Sure. But once you can get them to understand the broader implications, the synergies, where's the shared value and the value add that they can bring to mm-hmm. a particular issue, as opposed to seeing it as a distraction or just a philanthropic donation, once you can get, get the business understanding that and they are on board, then actually that's where the strength and the power uh, of the execution happens. And that addresses the issue we talk about because we don't ad- execute all these as a small team. We're a small team, mm-hmm. but we actually execute it through parts of the business and external partnerships as well. So the same challenge actually represents the opportunities through collaboration. It's very interesting. Talk to me about future initiatives before I let you go. Well, uh, one example of a future initiative is uh, it's really building on the current strengths, but uh, we, as we work with impact startups in mm-hmm. the Future Makers program, mm-hmm. Singapore is a small market, but we see an opportunity to export a lot of the startup, the capabilities of the startups and social enterprises that we're working with. So we really started developing partnerships and uh, uh, expansion models for some of our social enterprises into the Asia-Pacific region through collaboration with our associates across the region. Uh, in the climate space, a very big area as mentioned is uh, focus on how do we scale up the, the amount of renewable energy that we can use and leverage within our business because that's the one that's going to move and create a step change in our reduction of our carbon to achieve some of the targets that we spoke about right at the beginning. All right, Andrew Bue, it has been a pleasure to have you on the show and and understand better how Singtel is trying to step up and, and be the leader that we know you are. Andrew Bue, Vice President of Group Sustainability at Singtel. This is Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.